This is Pastor Sean Milliken at First Baptist Church of Valley Springs. Thanks for joining us today for our podcast. All month long, we've been discussing the Bible. In today's episode, we're going to be wrapping up that discussion with some practical matters about how to study the Bible. Peter Kraft, Christian philosopher, he's passed away now, but he had a great quote. He said, Scripture is more like a lab manual than a science textbook. It's meant to be used. It's meant to be taken by someone and put into their lives, and it produces something in us. And so with Russell and Sarah specifically leading our discussion today, we want to think about getting into God's Word. What are some thoughts that y'all have about some practical steps of how believers can begin to dive in to God's Word and experience the life and the power of it? I think uh, one thing is to dive into the gospel. Find a good Bible that you can read easily and just dive in and start reading. Um, Do research on good devotionals. Talk to other Christians. Get their point of view on what they're reading to just get into the Word. It can be intimidating. It's so many books there. You don't know where to start. So give us a prescription. How Uh, many verses and chapters do I need to read every day? There's not, there's not, no, I'd say so, you're probably so, on fire when you're first, you know, become a Christian. So you're, you're going to get in there more, hopefully. So you might do two or three chapters and some are easier reads than others, but just spending time with God is the most important thing. Um, whether it's five minutes, an hour, um, just creating that relationship and he will, bring that scripture to your mind and what he'll make things clear the more you are in it. I, th- I think Bible reading is like exercise. When you first start off, like I'm, I'm totally ashamed that I could probably only jog for about a minute and a half without falling over right now. But I used to could run miles pretty fast. But it's something that you have to do and, and develop discipline. And I don't think there's any shame and saying, I'm going to read the Bible. I'm going to read one verse or two verses today. But I'm going to make it a discipline and know that over time, it's going to grow, mm-hmm. I would think. But but I think that, first of all, you have to get committed to it, don't you? It's, it's a discipline. Yeah. Um, something, too, that I think that I do a lot is I will listen to sermons with my Bible with me, like someone I know who is, I listen to a lot of Matt Chandler sermons or... Um, and, and I always have my Bible with me so I can follow along. I, I try to do that. That helps me learn things in context. Good biblical teachers. Because sometimes you read it and you're like, I don't know what that means. And you can read in your commentary. You can look at a different, a different version. You're like, I, I still don't get it. And, you know, to me, that has helped me understand it so much is to have someone you know, saying that that's where this goes. Like, that's what all of this means. It gives me the history, the context, um, not reading myself into it, knowing the purpose of that scripture. Do you read entire Bible books at a time? Do you think that's better? Is there, I mean, and what are some practical, like in y'all's lives, what are some ways you've come at the Bible? One way I've learned through student leadership that my father showed me is that there's a SOAP method, which I've seen it gone two different ways. There's double S-O-A-P and there's just S-O-A-P. So SOAP method is first you get your scripture. 
normally it's like it can be a chapter or it can be like a couple of verses, but it's you pick a you pick a short group of verses that you just really go into and focus on, you know, squared in, and then you write an observation of it and what you like really just see from that verse, and you write down like you know what you kind of like the summary and like what you just understand from it, and then there's the application and how do you apply that to your life and how can you see that being important to your everyday walk, and then your prayer and it's weird prayer to God. It's good writing it down. So you can like go back to it and look about what you prayed about and the time of your walk with God, I think, right then and there. Yeah, that's good. Kurt, you had one? Well, I think different books are are also at different times of life, maybe. Uh, more. I, as a young man, I know, I, man, I just love Proverbs. It, it was clean and it clear. It didn't. Have, there wasn't a lot of guesswork, you know, in what it was trying to uh, tell me and I was in front of a lot of bad decisions instead of uh, having a lot of bad decisions behind me. And so it was a lot of warnings. Uh, hey, hey, yes, steer clear of this, steer clear of that. Don't, don't, you know, and, and I, I found as a young person, particularly Proverbs was, was, uh, was really helpful and some guidance, just general good life guidance. And then, uh, I think, you know, some of it is depends on where you are in life. So that would, that would be my. My thoughts, depending on, uh, on some of it's where you are. Years ago, I was uh, a youth pastor, and I told one of the parents I was going to start a Sunday night study on Proverbs for the youth. And their comment was, that's a little deep for them, don't you think? <laughs> and I said, well, it starts off like this. Listen, my son. I said, my understanding of, and not to be smart, but my understanding of Proverbs it primarily was youth training material for the people of God. I said, I, I, it's hard for me to find something more contextually appropriate to this situation. So anyway, they fired me. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. <laughs> so I think that there's a, that's a, a wise thing to do. It, it points, if you don't know where to start, is say, what am I facing in my life? What books in the Bible, maybe specifically, are written to that very thing or... Um, to that topic. So that's a great, yeah, great, great word about coming at it if you don't know where to start. Also use themes. Like I've, I've used the soak method, which is just scripture observation application and then kneeling in prayer. So I love that one. I've, I've done through books. So studying through Isaiah or studying through one through the New Testament and going back to Old Testament and even color coding those based on the themes that come out in those verses. But then sometimes I just need help with the topic. So like forgiveness. <laughs> so then, you know, we're, I feel like we're so blessed today because you can Google online or you have all the, you know, the different study Bibles that show you all the verses on forgiveness or all the verses on God's love or salvation or friendship, or, you know, what, what should friendship look like? And so I love just studying about themes where I can pull from different parts of the, of the Bible to, to help me in a certain area. Topical. Topical. Yeah. Does anybody read a, use a Bible reading plan? I have from time to time, um, especially on like the version app, you know, you can have the Bible in a year or you can go to the New Testament in a year, Old Testament in a year, um, and try to just go through those plans and stick to them. Sometimes they're so long, it's hard to stick to. Um, one thing I like to do is, you know, you're reading stories from your childhood in Sunday school and new things pop up every time you read them. So I like to go back to some of those old you know sunday school stories and reread them and just new things pop up one of my favorites is the book of daniel 
and just his faithfulness and how it relates a lot to today where he served his government the way he needed to, but he stayed faithful to God. So that's one thing that I like to do is go back and read those old stories in Genesis and um, throughout the Old Testament and see what new pops up. And even in the Gospels, we were reading through uh, one night and we were looking at Jesus' miracles. And it was right after he fed the 5,000 and they were out on the Sea of Galilee and, you know, they think he's a ghost out there. And then as soon as he steps on the boat, he takes them to the shore. I'm like, I've read this. I know I've read this, but I do not remember that happening. So it's just every time you read through, you're always picking up something new. Um, Actually, I read a book. It was an Allie Beth Stuckey book, and she gave a really good outline to study scripture in context. So I keep that in my scripture. It's like the historical context of the passage. How does it fit with scripture as a whole? Why was it written? Who was the audience? All of that. Just And, you know, me going back to what I was saying earlier, that helps me understand this better. So I, I keep this in my Bible. So when I'm studying something, I can pull this out and look at it. But um, using version, they have thousands of devotionals on there for any topic. Um, so all you young hipsters here talking about version, <laughs> help us old guys. What the heck are you talking about? Is that a website, I'm, Uversion? It's an app. Is that Y-O-U? Is that you? It's, it's, it's the Brown Holy Bible app. But, oh, nice. Yeah, so, like, yeah, it just pulls all that. You can go to plans and... So any, there's no website. It's just an app. Yeah, yeah it's an app. On, sorry, old download. It's called Uversion. Uversion. And they have every translation of the bible um you, version that's what i use my compare with i can pull up any scripture i don't understand and you can add whatever translation you want in there and hit compare and it pulls them all up and you can just scroll down and you click it and then it goes to that version so you can read before and after and it's kind of a game changer when you're studying um you know and trying to understand everything because I would say one way not to do it, just as a, you know, speaking to somebody who's starting, like you were saying, I started trying to read, I just, you know, I'm going to read the whole Bible, start in Genesis. And, you know, you, it, it's, it, that's not a good, that's not a healthy mindset. You're not reading for instruction. You're reading to finish. And uh, and Leviticus will kill you. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, right. yeah, I, 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 <laughs> you're done. You know, Habakkuk. I think Habakkuk is where I just finally I, I threw in the towel. I, I didn't. I, I was I, that that method that got me through most of the Old Testament, but in the last third, I just couldn't couldn't <laughs> couldn't go with that method. So I would I would say that's probably not the most inspirational way yeah. to try to charge through the Bible. Is is treated as if it's something to be completed. If if you recently become a Christian, this is a book that, Lord willing, you're going to be reading the rest of your life. So take your time. Yeah. Enjoy it. Read to understand. Read to grow. Don't just read to get done. Don't read to, as, as, as you do most, as I do for most books. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd say account for new believers and new readers of the Bible, it's accountability is a really big part. And again, using the SOAP daily app, which is pretty much the SOAP method, and then you write down and even going with a devotional plan or a reading plan of the bible if you have someone to share it with because you're able to share your soap like with your soap with another person 
in your personal time, it keeps the accountability of, you know, I did it. Like if you go for the same plan together, then I, it's, it's like you did it and the other person did it. That means you both keep each other, each, you keep each other accountable for reading the Bible and getting through it together. So let's talk about memorizing scripture. Should we still memorize scripture since almost all of us have smartphones and we can pull it up at any moment? And if, like, you can only remember two words. You put Bible, comma, and then those two words you remember, and you're probably going to find it, right? Do you need to memorize it? What do you all think about scripture memory? Yeah, you should definitely do that. Um, it's hard for me. I do not have a great memory, so that's really hard for me to do. But So I have written down James one twenty two. And it says that we should be doers of the word and not hearers only, which was one of the first ones I could memorize because it was short. Um, and I don't have a great memory. Again, I can't remember if I said that or not. <laughs> but, um, and, you know, that we should meditate on that. So. I believe that memorizing is also important because when you memorize scripture, it's written on your heart. And it's just there to recall when you don't, you might not have your smartphone or your Bible and I know some point it will get harder for us to be able to access that stuff just the way the world is moving um, we're fortunate in America to have all this but there are places in the world where they have to hide being Christians they have to hide their Bible so for them to be able to memorize it and not have to always have access to them I think is important and I believe it just improves your relationship with God when you do memorize scripture. I think it's really important, too, when you're sharing with other people. Like if you're going about your day and somebody's having a difficult situation and being able to provide that word of encouragement from the scripture or, or a timely word. And if it's in your heart, you don't have to stop and look it up or, oh, wait, let me. I know it's in there somewhere, but you've just got it right there. The other thing is that, like Kurt was talking about, not long ago about people that don't accept the word of God. And so sometimes you can just share a word and you can just quote it. And then the wisdom is still there and it's profound and powerful. I think that it can be such a much better word of encouragement uh, than sometimes we put it in our own words or our own vernacular, or maybe we, you know, we, we put our own translation on it, if you would. And it would be so much better to just quote the scripture and let the scripture, let the word do the work. Uh, we, we try to do the heavy lift in our own words, and that's really not the best way to approach a lot of those conversations. I think that's a great word, too, about letting the scripture speak versus me or even someone else. And I had a preacher that talked about living below the line. You know, in your study Bible, here's the Bible, and then there's a line, and then there's the commentator's notes. He said, beware of living below the line. And at that point in my life, I mean, I was pretty much, all my Bible interpretation came from Charles Ryrie's study Bible. <laughs> you know, everything he said, I'm like, well, that's what it means, period, Charles Ryrie. And and I had found myself really drifting below the line instead of letting the word be the word and uh, using all that other as supplement, but, but letting the word be the main thing. And, and, and uh, so that, that applies to a lot of, a lot of things. I, I have trouble sleeping a lot. And I uh, wake up about 3 a.m. And especially when there's a lot on my mind, there can be just one thing. And uh, I will find myself just replaying things or playing things out in my mind and getting all keyed up. And, and it's a point in my life, I mean, I was not sleeping hardly, hardly at all. And uh, someone told me that the local radio station there in Marshall 
during the night just uh, read scripture and uh, so i downloaded their app kcgs app and in those sleepless nights i would go out to the recliner i'd get my phone i'd turn on that app and it wasn't james earl jones reading it but it was something very <laughs> similar and uh as he says it's listen to the bible it's great for the soul and i'll tell you that I just can't explain how much that did for me. Refocused away from my problems or my own strength and getting on God's word and uh, and it put me right to sleep most of the time. <laughs> but it gave me some things to meditate on that were positive. And man, I just it soothed my soul. Especially when he read from Habakkuk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'd be surprised how cool those Old Testament prophets sound with this guy with his English accent. <laughs> For people starting out, it's like with exercise equipment. It's like the best plan or the best method is the one you're going to use. See, if you can't do anything else, just pick one verse and, you know, get started. Don't. And then maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, read two verses. It doesn't have to be all at once. Do what you can handle and, and, and learn to handle more. Build your muscles. Build your spiritual muscles. Good. Early church father, Jerome, he said that ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. And I think that we need to remember that we encounter God in his word. We come to the words of Christ. We meet Christ there. And uh, we experience him when we go to the word of God. So I want to challenge everyone that's listening maybe to think about, are you reading the word of God? Uh, how might you start if you're not? And uh, what are you doing now? Maybe there needs to be a tweak in your plan. Maybe share with someone else and, and see what they're doing. And uh, But I, I would certainly encourage you to get in the word of God, which has the power. And there we meet Christ. And um, it's an amazing book. So thanks for joining us all month long as we've thought about the word of God. And thanks to everyone who's been around the table and shared and researched and, and shared your experiences. We appreciate it very much. Thanks for tuning in. We're thrilled to have you join us each week in our Confident in Christ podcast as we wrap up the month of April talking about and thinking about the Bible. Let me just stress again how important the scriptures are to our spiritual growth, our understanding of God's will, of knowing who Christ is and what he has taught. And really the scriptures are so powerful, God uses them in a mighty way to grow us and mature us in our faith. So let me encourage you to get in the word and be in the word continually make it a discipline make it a part of your daily life we're excited about next month's podcast as we come to the table in the month of may we're discussing spiritual gifts the empowerment of the holy spirit another important topic so i hope you'll join us thanks for being with us this month